This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 89, with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared. Jared, that was uh, that was some uh, that was some excitement right there. Yeah, it's it's exciting to be here with you tonight. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, it is. It's very so, exciting. We're like on an award show or something. We are not on an award show. That's probably next episode. Yeah, you're right. It it will be. It'll be the new year. I thought you were ribbing me for a second there. No, no, I was just like, you know, that's what they usually, well, see, you don't ever watch award shows, as you told us in the last episode, but but usually they'll be there, and, oh, it's great to see you tonight, oh, it's great to see you too, I'm and, so excited. And I'm who excited. are you wearing? Yeah, well, no, you see, you're on the red carpet, I was already inside the auditorium on stage. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see, okay. What is that, wouldn't I be... I was thinking about if I made a career change this morning as I was driving into work, how <laughs> how difficult it would be to just get headshots and get a couple gigs, you know, couple Dude. couple national commercials, no big deal. Well, there's a lot of a lot of movies filming in New Orleans. <laughs> That's true. Yes, New Orleans. It's how far is that from you? Uh, New Orleans. It's about. It's across the lake, so it's. Uh, oh, is it New Orleans? Yeah. Oh, it's not New Orleans? No. no. Or is it Nolens? It's Nolens. That's that's really it. But uh, it, that's uh, that's only if you're in the secret club. Oh, well then I'm I'm stepping in New Orleans to me then. You've <laughs> <sighs> been in Fantastic Four. I could have been, yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody tell me that uh that part of the Star Wars was filmed here in Louisiana. Uh, I don't know. Are you excited to see this film, Star Wars? Uh, no. Uh, uh-uh. have Are you, you have you watched the other ones? No, none of them. No, I was actually talking to John D about that, Mr. John Derman. Yes. Dermine. Yes. Um, I just can't pronounce anything tonight. Uh, <laughs> right before we went on air, and he was telling me I need to watch the other Star Wars movies for this one, and I was telling him how my compulsive personality. It would just be very bad. I'd have to have like a Star Wars room and Star Wars bed sheets and stuff. I, I just, don't. I don't know if you would get that into it, man. But I do with other stuff like, like X Men, Tina, music, Walking Dead. I just it overtakes my life. Music, just music in general. Oh yeah, I just love music. Oh, hmm. But I, are I you don't excited? think this. I don't think this would. I, I'm excited because I'm going to go see it with my daughters. And so it should be a fun date. We're going to go see it on my birthday. Now, what? What? The, the girls are going? Yeah. Is, yes. So it's a, is it a kid-friendly movie, I'm assuming? Um, the other ones were, for the most part. There was a couple close-your-eye moments, but not not that bad at all. And uh, they've seen the other – they've seen four out of the other six of them. So. Well – yeah, so I know that the originals were made like in the seventies. Yeah, I think seventy seven or seventy eight was the first one. And things were just a lot different, you know, socially 
than sure. today where Star Wars, who knows what Star Wars could be today. Uh, that's, that's true. Um, I feel okay about it. I mean, if it gets bad, we'll leave. So, Well, here, hold on. Let me pull up this Star Wars spoilers real quick and read it to you. No, why? Why would you do that? So that way we'll know what's in it. No, no, I don't want to know what's in it. I mean, if you're just real quick, I'll no, just do it. No, no, just no, 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 no. Look, I'm not a diehard <laughs> Star Wars fan, but I'm looking forward to going. Okay. Oh, Spider-Man's in it. Oh no! Don't tell me. Oh, because Disney owns him, and Mickey Mouse is spotted in a, in a stormtrooper uniform. Huh. Huh. On Tatooine. 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 Tatooine, yeah. <laughs> yes, New Orleans is the capital of Tatooine. <laughs> no. Most Isley. Most oh, are you for real? That's not the capital, but that's where oh. <laughs> that is a place on Tatooine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're laughing at me, but you know more about the X Men than I do. I mean apparently, I don't know. I won that trivia game, so And how many X Men questions were in that? Uh, I got a lot. So. There were zero X-Men <laughs> questions because Marvel hates the mutants. <laughs> so what's up with you, man? Oh, it's been, it's been a busy day working on the website, putting some stuff on eBay. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yep, 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 of course. I, I, I applied to be in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie today. Okay. That's pretty exciting. He's still, that... he's still doing it, huh? He's still uh, taking well, yeah. it. He just did a Terminator Genesis. How was that? Awful. Really? Oh, man. I love the Terminator franchise, and it just was just like, eh, pretend like all that other stuff. Don't really worry about that stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, like, okay, I, number one is good. Number two is fantastic. Number three okay. is garbage. Number four, I haven't decided. I don't know. I only saw it once, and I was like, this is not familiar to me at all. What did you say about number three? It's garbage. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Are you serious? I I could just watch the action scenes in that over and over again. Where he's like, no, no, Jared, why? Oh, where she's like, she gets the semi truck and they're they're fighting. Oh man, that was amazing. I think I even own that one. You should. If you don't, you know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first one, it's like. No future but the one you make. The second one, it's no future but the one you make. The third one, it's, ah, psych, it's happening anyway. <laughs> it's That's totally out of the left field. It's terrible. Yeah, but the first one was, like, Jennifer and I couldn't get past the whole, okay, her, her lover comes back from the future. Like, he comes from the future to the past. Right. And impregnates her with John Connor. Right. And John Connor is the one telling her his dad basically what to do. Right. How does that work? You, I mean, we have many instances of that in the X Men. I feel like, right? But you can't exist. Like, how what about Shatterstar and Longshot? What about them? They're both each other's dad. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. It all makes sense. I'm, but I'm trying to like that was our the hardest part from watching the first one, to then be okay with the rest of them. I feel like that's a minor issue in every in all of those things. 
Oh my word, it's the huge issue. <laughs> it's a huge issue. Felicity can't come from the future. I know, because then that's going to get weird. You want um, yourself. This is just like you asking me if I would date you. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up with you? <laughs> I am off of school for a while. Woohoo! So um, I turned in one of my last things, and this is the feedback I got from the professor. Adding the cash flow to the previous month's cash flow makes no sense. <laughs> that that was the feedback. Blah 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 makes no sense. <laughs> like oh here you go here's a B. <laughs> okay. I I I see what he's saying, but I'm pretty convinced this man is a robot. He's like does not compute. <laughs> You're gonna have to text me his name. So I, can later. <laughs> I can tell you yes or no. <laughs> um, he was a he's a he's a business professor. So I don't know if you had any of them. Well, yes, but half of them go to our church. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he looks at you with this bird look, like if you say, "Hey, I know Andy Kirby," and he turns his head to one side and and blinks a lot and looks like a raptor <laughs> then you'll know it's him well i wouldn't tell him who you are i would could just maybe provide some insight to, to, to him yeah that'd be or nice like, you know oh every every sunday he drinks the caramel coffee i bet if you send him a package of caramel coffee he'll rate you better <laughs> so i i had a group project right and i finally had to the last week we had to turn in this paper now i think i told you this we had we were the only group with three people. All the other groups have four people. And then one of our guys dropped out. So it's two people in this group. So oh, we, I did not know that. We have to do two, the work of four people, basically, which it really wasn't that hard. So it, it's, that's not a big deal. But um, I finally have to break down and call my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just text him. I tried. <laughs> God knows I tried. <laughs> and uh so, so <laughs> i had to call him and um i now i understand after talking to him now i understand a little bit of the trouble that i was having because he is he is like the same as the professor he's the same dude it's the same person i talked to him and he was like yeah, I said, look, I don't feel very confident on these ratios. You know, I understand the the computation of it, but the application on it, how we interpret it in the analysis, I, I'm not too strong on that. So, and he flat out told me on the phone, yes, well, if you read the chapter, it does a good job explaining it. I think that that, that might help. That might help. <laughs> like... I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> he like he must go to work and just count beans all day. <laughs> that must be it. I and I was like playing it up. I'm I'm probably a real jerk, but um, I was just like, all right, bro. Okay, man. Sweet action. You know, like, <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay, um, all right. <laughs> it's like the kind of person that won't even use contractions. Oh. He's Storm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think that he was flying off and uh, 
fighting villains. So, is that the one that you got the the weird grade on? No, no, that's not. Oh, no. this What'd guy, no, that that my teammate or my uh, group mate, he knows his stuff because I mean he is a finance accounting major, so he's oh. had these all before, and so he really didn't worry about too much. And I would like rush to get it done and send it to him Monday night so that he, you know, had enough time to look over all my mistakes. And he would email me on Friday saying, hey, thanks for getting this to me so fast. I'll check it out tomorrow. I was like, oh, boy. Oh. It's neither here nor there. That That's done. So. But but school's going well yeah yeah i think so i'm learning a ton yeah my next class the textbook is operations research with spreadsheets spreadsheets is in the title of the textbook oh it just sounds awful it's right up my alley i love i love spreadsheets man i think you should go for the acting job Oh, so Christmas is coming up. Any big plans? Wait, what? Christmas is right well, around the told corner. Me. Yeah. Well, I guess I need to get shopping. Shopping. Yeah, Christmas is coming up. Today we're recording on the 15th. Right, right. So, so it's 10 days. 10 days, 10 days. You got your Christmas present already and you opened oh, it. You shouldn't have. That's where you're going. Well, um, I mean, we could have. You went anywhere. Well, yeah, so you got me a book that I had wanted, and it was awesome. And I opened it because it said it was addressed to Jared Mayo from Amazon, and I couldn't remember what I ordered from Amazon. <laughs> if it would have said to Jared Mayo, it's your Christmas gift, don't open, then I wouldn't have opened it. I understand. I don't hold it against you. Okay. At all. Well, I appreciate it. I'm okay. looking forward to reading it. Are you – I wasn't sure I, – I know we kind of talked about this on the phone because you were so grateful that you decided to call me. I did. And I, I definitely let it go to voicemail and then called you back because I felt guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did he mean to call me? He never calls me. It might be important. It might not be important. Exactly. I'm not going to call you. I know how much you hate talking on the phone. I'm not going to call you unless it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so awful. But, no, I told you I had requested that book from the library, and it came in, and I didn't pick it up because I just got busy. So it was one that I definitely wanted to read. <laughs> what? Um. What? What's the title? Um... <laughs> okay that's fine is it called it's like that it's that behind the scenes of marvel comics book right 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 like i think it's the untold history yes marvel comics then hold untold history yeah and everyone in the comic book world has told me that i need to read it i have not read it yet but let me know if it's good yeah maybe maybe you'll get one for christmas maybe you know i was thinking how terrible is this okay so like i was talking to my chiropractor and i i said (laughs) this book this book, such and such, Paralander by C.S. Lewis, is fantastic. And from what you have told me about yourself, I think that you would really enjoy it. It's not that long. He comes back to me and says, have you heard of The Shack? Right? Have you heard of this book? No. Okay. Now, it's, Love Shack I've heard of. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a little old place where we can get together. <laughs> 
not you and I, but if you were a female, right. Yeah, um, Shaq baby. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it is a couple of years ago. It was really big in uh, Christian circles. Oh, which automatically makes me not want to read it. I was going to say, you're pretty much anti-establishment. <laughs> anti-Christian. No, oh, did that's... Franklin Graham say that? Then I disagree. <laughs> that's too... <laughs> I'm glad we have a good relationship. <laughs> so anyway, he brings it up. And, uh, you know, I thought we have a used bookstore. We've talked about it before, Second of Charles. So I was going to go to Second of Charles, and I was going to pick him up a copy of Paralandra. It'd be like you know, $5 and give it to him. But then I thought, oh no, if I do this nice thing for this gentleman who I have a pseudo friendship with, even though I am his patient, maybe he will give me that book, The Shack. Now I hate getting books for gifts because they're handing me, it's the same thing as talking on the phone. People are dictating my schedule. I can't have that. I can't have because that. Because they give you a book? Yes. What? <laughs> because then I have to read it. What? Do you know that I have an Audible account? Do you know what Audible is? It's like uh, book it's no. like audiobooks, books on tape. Okay. Okay. So you pay a monthly membership fee, $15 a month and you get another book that you can pick out. Do you know that the primary reason that I have that is so that when people give me books, I can go look them up and have them read to me. Oh. So, in essence, when people give me gifts, I am paying someone else. I am paying for a service to read me books that I feel obligated to read when someone else gives them to me as a gift. So, <laughs> anyway, going back to the original story here... Um, so I was going to give him this book, but then I thought, no, maybe he'll give me the shack. I really don't want to read it. I won't, I don't want to every month go in there and say, have him say, Hey, have you read it yet? And, um, so here's my plan. Let me know if this will work. <laughs> if I, in fact, do buy this book for him, I will simultaneously purchase the shack for myself to own. So when I give it to him, I will casually say, hey, I took your recommendation and I bought the shack and then just never read it because then he won't <laughs> give it to me. He won't give it to me because he knows I already have it. But then I'm not obligated to read it because he didn't give it to me. Well, do you think he remembers? He will if I give him the book. You do? You think he will? Like, oh, he's, he's, he yes. touches a lot of people throughout the day. That's true. But we we talk, and he specifically says to me, "Oh, I this email. I got to send you this email. You'll love this because of the conversations that we have." I don't think he does you that. You email to all back of them. and forth with your chiropractor. Um, I haven't emailed back, but he's been <laughs> in the room. He's emailed me twice now. Certain things. Oh, so you're try playing coy? Like I'm gonna read it, but I'm not gonna immediately respond i don't want him to think like i'm waiting for him <laughs> there's no reply necessary it's like uh videos of stuff <laughs> oh now you're sending <laughs> videos to your guy <laughs> he, he's sending me videos political videos 
Oh, okay. Yes, we have a we have a very political friendship. <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> Jackie's like, how was your chiropractor visit? And I was like, we talked about abortion. It was great. And she's and like, Bob talked about birth control. And and he, she's like, why in the world do you talk about this stuff with your chiropractor? Anyway. <laughs> we talked about the theology of being a co-creator with God, which is a very interesting concept. I don't know if I subscribe to that. But anyway, he's, he's an interesting Whoa, dude. That's a deep back rub. <laughs> it's, it's, Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got one more topic of catching up. If you want, it may take a while, but if you want to move on. Oh, well. I was just going to, we were talking about Christmas gifts and then we got into the chiropractor. I was just going to say, you know, with your birthday, do you get a lot of this gift is for your birthday and Christmas? Um, Not for Miss Jacqueline. She's very, very careful about that. But I resigned myself years ago that I just don't have a birthday. That's fine. Well, because your birthday isn't just in December. Right. It's, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right. So I'm we, fine with it. You're like a special little group all your own. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm to the age now where I don't really get many birthday gifts anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, that's not a problem. But Jackie told me yesterday, she was like, I make a concerted effort to refer to Christmas Eve as your birthday so you don't feel slighted. And I was like, oh, Jack, that's great. I just, you know, it, it's fine. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, you know. I'm to the point in my life where I know there's a lot going on. That's a good girl. Yeah. I I appreciated it, but I don't I didn't think it was necessary. Well, it's up to you if you want to talk about the other topic cuz we have an hour to wrap the show up cuz the debate's on tonight. Is that what you're going to be watching? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to be watching uh Shield. Oh, the mid-season finale was last week. Oh, okay. All right. Why, do you, why are you going to watch the debate? Holy cow, dude. Make some popcorn. Get your Depends from your ad that was popping <laughs> up on Skype. And be ready for an entertainment extravaganza. What are you hoping to see? Well, you have Donald Trump. <laughs> do I need to say anything else? And then you have eight other people that have similar views, but, you know, they attack each other and stuff. It's... It's just wild. Some people say exactly what they're thinking. Some don't. It's it's great. I love these debates. They've been wonderful. Uh, they're, they're boring. Dude, how many have you watched? I have not watched any full through. I've oh, just sorry. watched clips. So I guess sense? that's true. Yeah, of course it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> I mean... I, I'm not really into it until they – I mean, it's like the pregame show, you know? Oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, the debate. You're going to give us a rundown on it next time, right? Well, but you know what's going to happen during the main show. What? When it's the main Republican versus the main Democrat, we know they're going to disagree on everything. And it's it's going to be like you already know the outcome. See, I totally disagree. I think Futurama got it right when they were like those – what is it did you watch that episode um uh where they had the election for president of earth Mm -mm. john jackson and his bitter rival jack johnson 
Nope. I feel like your five-cent titanium tax goes too far. I feel like your five-cent titanium tax doesn't go too far enough. It's the same. They're all the same. Well, yeah, that's why I guess what I'm saying is it's predictable. The 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 final game when it's just one on one. Right now, it's it's one against eight others, all trying to get as much airtime as everybody else and say their piece and come up with a zinger. It's very entertaining. I think, I think the only thing really that would catch my attention is this is the first debate after the San Bernardino thing. Well, there is that, but I think this one is also good because, well, not necessarily good, but I think entertaining because there will be nine conservatives on stage and the people asking the questions are uber liberal. So didn't we get that last time and the people started booing the uh, mediators? Exactly. Yeah. When they were on uh, MSNBC, yeah. it was it was crazy. But then when they did the Fox business one, it was totally different. That was has that been since the MSNBC one? No, Fox business was before MSNBC. Right. That's what I figured. Yeah. OK, let me know how it is. Will do. <laughs> All right. This is Marvel 616 Politics, a comic book podcast. Not that you could tell. You can go to our website, marvel616politics.com. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Leave us. Nope, that's yours. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Oh, Twitter, at 616politics. Also, leave us a review if you've liked what you've heard so far about comic books on this episode. Even if you haven't, what do I care? Leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> Over to you. Uh, five stars only. All right. We're also sponsored by... Oh, we're not sponsored by... We're not there yet. <laughs> we uh, can also be found on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics. You can give us a call and be a part of the show at 616-755-TINA. Leave us a message, and we will play it on the air and answer any questions you might have. That number is 616-755-TINA. We're also on YouTube and Instagram under Marvel616Politics. And we are sponsored by DCB Service, discount comic book service, dcbservice.com, and their sister site, instocktrades.com. Go there, get your pre-orders, put them in, lock them in for 40 to 50% off all your Marvel titles. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Their website is www.crpsavings.com. They are a discount membership program for all of your needs through Office Depot and Office Max. So for $39, you get a lifetime membership, and you'll save on all of your purchases through Office Depot and Office Max, as well as online purchases. Lastly, we're sponsored by, sponsored by Michael Webb Solutions. Their website is michaelwebbsolutions.com. They are your SEO and internet experts. So anything you need concerning a website or SEO help, go to michaelwebbsolutions.com. All right, and we're going to hit some State of the Union. The State of Our Union. All right, so we had some trailers come out this past, in between our two episodes. We had uh, Age of Apocalypse trailer and the Civil War trailer. Yes, we did, dude. I heard that Chris Evans and 
uh, I want to call him Tony Stark, but that's not his name, Robert Downey Jr., were going to be on Jimmy Kimmel one night. And I'm like, oh, I need to see this. And Jessica Jones. She was going to be on, too. Like, well, I better watch. Oh, that was the night we were recorded last episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I stayed up, and, and they both come on, and they're like, we've got a poster for Civil War. And that was the big announcement. A poster? Like, are you kidding? A poster? And then Chris Evans is like, oh, yeah, we actually have the trailer, too. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What would you think? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I, I kind of took away the notion that it was going to be maybe boggled down with, you know, character after character after character after character. But the whole first half of the trailer alone was all Captain America, Bucky, Falcon, and this registration act. So I thought that was really good that they they aren't, at least from the trailer, it looks like it is going to be a Captain America movie with Iron Man, you know? Surprise, surprise, I am in total disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the it, it seemed way too small, like the whole movie. Like, if you're going to do Civil War, don't just make it a spat between two people. I mean, I I was like, oh, yeah, people are going to choose up sides, and it's going to be about a, a major ideological issue. But when I watched the trailer, I was like, they're just fighting over not to put Bucky in jail. We think. but Yeah, I, I mean, it is just what we saw. And, you know, there was an explosion of, like, the UN exploding or something, which is more than just hey, I was brainwashed and killed a bunch of people or assassinated a bunch of people. I, You know, there's a difference, I guess, between mass murder and assassination over 60 years. Well, and you see the Sokovia Protocols, which is the, what they said are going to be basically the Registration Act. You, we saw that? What do you mean? Yeah, when there's somebody that passes a big uh, notebook of paper that says Sokovia Protocols, they pass it over to Scarlet Witch. And that's what has been said is the Superhero Registration Act. But it's being called the Sokovia Protocols. Sokovia, isn't that the country that the that Brian Woods X Men, X Women were fighting over with Iron with a war machine? No, that's the country in Age of Ultron. Oh uh, Yeah. Isn't that the same country though that was in the comic books? I don't know. Are we just making this connection now? I I, I don't know. I thought oh. I thought it was. We should really be more prepared when we say things like this. I guess so. I don't know. I didn't know that you were going to bring up Sokovia. Well, it was a pretty big part of the trailer. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> I just wasn't impressed, so I didn't watch it more than once. Well, what about Black Panther? What about him? Were you not like, oh my gosh, it's Black Panther? No, I was spending the whole time trying to figure out why it's everybody against Cap, and last time Black Widow was on Cap's side, but this time she's not. What's changed? I don't get it. Well, well, they're not going to tell you the whole movie. <laughs> well, I mean, it just didn't make any sense. It's like, you know I'm going to have to bring you in. Like, well, why? Like, I don't... You, you didn't before, and it was more than Tony Stark against him. It was like all of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the, well, because things have changed. Shield was infiltrated by the bad guy, and she knew that. This is an ideological difference, 
and it's going to be it looks like it's going to be the law are you for against the law or for the law well i don't see i can see her as a soviet seeing how it would be the overreach of the government could be bad well do you not know that she could possibly be a double agent i do not know that she could possibly be a double agent i mean that's kind of black widow's thing you know she <laughs> she always does that so well, you're super pumped for it Oh yeah, dude. I just yeah. don't think it looks better than than uh, than uh, Winter Soldier. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know. We Did you won't think know it, until we see it? But it is the it Russo brothers doing it, and I think it fe- it feels like another Winter Soldier movie. I can see when if you were to compare it to the first one, uh, then yeah, it feels more like the second one. Yeah, got it. But Black I'm, Panther, I'm, I just can't believe you're not excited about Black Panther. What do I care about Black Panther? Because he's a, he's like such an awesome comic book character. First of all, in what way? And he's like he's like the man. He's so he'll just like he's smarter than Tony Stark. He's got more money than Tony Stark. He's a better fighter than Captain America. He's cunning. He's all about. He's like that third party. There's the Iron Man party and the Captain America party. And then there's Black Panther, who's basically just looking out for his interests along with Wakanda's interests. He's not like subservient to this or that. He's really just all about Wakanda. Do you know why he's getting in the mix? Do we think it's because somebody from Wakanda got hurt in the explosion of the UN? I mean, I don't know. We know that we saw Claw in Wakanda in Age of Ultron. So he'll probably be factoring into it somehow, hmm. I would assume. I would assume. But if you watch the trailer more than once, okay. and you watch the scenes with Black Panther in slow motion, it's even cooler. He does this jump kick with both feet right into Bucky. And it's like, <laughs> oh! I played it probably 20 times for my nephews. Just I found a, a, a GIF animation of it, and it just kept going over and over. It was so cool. <laughs> and then there's a scene in a like a a parking garage where Cap is chasing Black Panther and Black Panther is running extremely fast who's chasing the Winter Soldier. Like, oh, what's this about? So maybe they find out, you know, that Winter Soldier was responsible for some assassinations in Wakanda, which brings Black Panther into the fold. What did you think about that final scene that everybody was talking about where Bucky and Cap are beaten up on Iron Man? Well, it was kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're friends. <laughs> I really enjoyed what you posted on Facebook with, with the Woody and Buzz. Oh, Darren did that. Oh, I thought that was that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the end? Um... It looked okay. It kind of looked CGI-ish, um, so that kind of took away. I would much rather have, like, totally fast choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucky just looks weird without his mask. You know, he's he's got a weird face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that mean? Or Sebastian Stan. <laughs> he does. Like, when he doesn't have long hair in the first one, he looks fine. But with the long hair, it looks all squatty. So, <laughs> so you think he needs to have that his goggles and black mask on? Yes, obviously. So what's going on with Falcon too? That his wings are different. 
I think they just, you know, make modifications for every movie. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. They're just getting more red into that costume. Well, I will say I'm much rather I'm much happier with the Civil War trailer than I am with the Age of Apocalypse oh, trailer. Totally, dude. Totally. That thing looked awful. Well, let me hear. Let me hear your your side. Tell me about it. It just was like I was watching it. It looked like one of those parody trailers. <laughs> parody trailer. It did. It did. It looked like a fan fan fiction. You know, a fan put it together and was like, wouldn't it be great if we had a Power Ranger villain say this? You know, and like he grows. <laughs> but it looked like it looked like everything was made specifically for 3D. Oh, it's flying at the screen. It's going to hit me. And it's just, you know, it's just dumb. <laughs> I am. I was so disappointed, dude. I was so disappointed. First of all, you know how the first X-Men movie, it just felt like everything was on a soundstage. you like, hey, this all the narrow shots and everything from you know, all the characters were clumped together all the time. Yeah, I mean, at the time, though, it was ahead of its time. But now to watch it, yes. Right. But, I mean, it also had a small budget, so they did, couldn't do. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same look and feel. Like, when we did, uh, when we reviewed, what is it? the days of future past mm -hmm. i said that the stuff in the past looked really good it looked open it looked light bright but the stuff in the future looked really hokey it looked like somebody was putting on a play with costumes <laughs> you know and that the whole trailer felt like the stuff from the future in days of future past mm. and I, I just storm looked stupid i mean Poor Storm. And can't catch a break. You know, McAvoy didn't look cool. Uh the other dude, um, Fastbender, he did look alright. But then like when they put McAvoy <laughs> like bald and in the chair and flying, like it's just so dumb. <laughs> it's just really I was like, Oh my goodness gracious, everything looks like it's made out of you know how, like, sometimes when you do, like, CGI, it looks all bendy and Play-Doh-y and rubbery? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the whole thing looked like. Mm. I was like, oh, he's holding down somebody, and then he's growing bigger. I bet that comes out of the screen at you. <laughs> oh, angels shooting these things. You know, it's like everything that you fear when they're like, you know, can you make X-Men realistic so that people will believe that this could actually happen? It totally was like, hey, we don't really even care. Everybody, let's let's do everything and you know, blue fur this and <laughs> blue it's, fur this. It wasn't good. It was not good. I saw some, but someone make a really good comparison. They showed a picture of the Avengers in there in the movie. Yeah. They showed a picture of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman from the last trailer, uh, Batman versus. Superman. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't see that though. I did watch it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow, okay. But I mean, that trailer was probably the worst of all the trailers I've seen because it showed the whole movie. Sweet, yeah, I can see that the entire movie from beginning to end. Oh, okay, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Oh, I'm totally not, dude. No way. <laughs> with that movie, I'm fine with seeing it. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, but not in the trailer. I don't want to see. 
I mean, as a Marvel fan, I'm not inclined to see it now, but then to see the trailer, go, okay, so that's how they meet. That's their disagreement. Then he sends the bad guy. Wonder Woman say, oh, they're okay. Got it. <laughs> Guess I don't need to spend $18 to see it now. Thanks. Were you going to go see it? Um, I probably do like a matinee, like a $5 matinee showing. Okay, all right. You know, somewhere but, Kettering or something. Uh, I mean, they have $5 matinees in Beaver Creek. Oh, Huber Heights is what I meant to say. My oh, that's like Dollar Tuesdays. Yes, uh, Dollar Tuesdays yeah. in Huber Heights. But uh, so they Bring took, your knife. Don't get stabbed. <laughs> they took a picture of the Avengers, and then they took a picture of those three from the Batman Superman trailer. And then they took a picture from the Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse trailer and said, Marvel and DC were able to make it look like the comic books. They put them in their costumes. But for some reason in X-Men, you know, this is their ninth or tenth movie, they're still putting them in, in black astronaut gear. Yeah, you know, and... But Why? I, I don't know, but I, I even got the sense, though, which is completely opposite of what you just said, is that it was really cartoony with, like, showing Jubilee and uh, they showed somebody else, too. Well, Nightcrawler and Jubilee are in this one. Right, so Nightcrawler and Jubilee. It was just like, I don't, I don't know. You're taking any sense of realistic or realism out of it. And I don't get that with the, with the other Marvel movies. Like, I think to myself... Hey, I mean, if we were in this situation, this could really happen. Except for Captain America 1. World War 2 with lasers? Come on. <laughs> well, and I, I see your point. But I think as an X-Men fan, like watching these movies, I don't identify them as the X-Men characters. I identify them as this is like a, a science fiction movie with some people that have powers. But something so simple as, you know, putting some red into Nightcrawler's costume and and putting some like a yellow belt on Storm or some blue p- shoulder pads on Wolverine or just something outside of these black jet gear uniforms <laughs> you know that would do i think a world of difference to make me think oh this is Cyclops gotcha you know they're yeah. not differentiated in any way from any other uh, you know, Chronicles of Riddick movie. <laughs> you know, this, this could be Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> Did you see that? No. <laughs> this could be John Carter. You know, this could be any bad sci-fi movie. <laughs> I, I Wasn't there a TV show called Mutant X? Yes. And it had nothing to do with Marvel, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what it feels like. Yep, it does. It's kind of like you're you're doing Marvel, but you're not. And it, I mean that I think that's the sense I got off of the Fantastic Four movie too. Well, and what costumes were they wearing? The right. same ones as the X Men. <laughs> hey, we're not even going to call ourselves the Fantastic Four. We won't have code names. We won't have costumes. <laughs> Nothing. I I I do agree with somebody whoever wrote on the Facebook page that he needed to have the the '90s X Men '92 voice apocalypse did oh yeah that deep scary slow talking yes yeah that's um you the only part wait go on what you gotta know your audience you know are you these people that read the x-men today are the ones that watch the cartoon in 92 the people that read the x-men comics today aren't like these all these brand new people you know (laughs) brand new people (laughs) (laughs) they're shiny they're brand new 
It's a bunch of 30 and 40 and 50 year olds reading this stuff. Yes. Yep. So Fox doesn't know that. No. It's a and shame. Mystique turned blue. Why is why is Katniss from Hunger Games running around the X-Men movie? I couldn't I couldn't get that. Is that the same actress? It is. She's okay. not in blue form. <laughs> Wait a minute. She was in the Hunger Games? Yeah, she's the main character, Katniss. What's her Jennifer what's her Lawrence? And she was the one that played Days of Future Past, Mystique? Mm-hmm. Did she play first class Mystique? Yes. Was she in that before she was in Hunger Games? Uh, I don't know. She does not look the same to me. Well, then again, I didn't see Hunger Games, so but oh, I saw the <laughs> saw the cover. I haven't seen it, but they, she doesn't look the same. I I saw the cover. <laughs> like, do you did you watch all those movies, the Hunger Divergent games or whatever? Um, they're different. Wish you could run the maze or whatever. Oh, the Maze Runner. Now I haven't seen Maze Runner. I've seen two of the Urgent movies. And Urgent? Urgent, Divergent, Submergent. I don't know. There's like three or four of them. It's like All right. three of them. There's Insurgent, Divergent, and Detergent, I think. Detergent? <laughs> is that where you're like, you know what? I got to just go home and wash. This is crazy. Clean up the last one. <laughs> we'll be here all night. Uh, the Hunger Games, I've seen all of them but the last one, the one that's at the theaters now. What a way to send off Philip Seymour Hoffman. Poor guy. But you haven't seen them. No. What does that have to do with him dying? I thought you were talking about how they send him off in the movie. No, he's dead. I know he is, but we're talking about the movies, and you're like, what a way for them to send him off. But yeah, I like that's his them. last film. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Aaliyah's last film was Queen of the Damned. I think that... How do you even know who Aaliyah is? <laughs> I wouldn't figure you to know Aaliyah. <laughs> what in the world? Because I watched that movie in the theaters and it was dedicated to her. And I was like, who is this person that's dedicated to? And I was like, oh, she's the queen. And then I was like, she died in a plane crash because she refused to take her luggage off when it was over the limit. I was like, wow. And so I would, like, if that happened to me, I wouldn't want that movie to be dedicated to me. What a legacy. Well, I think if you've passed on, you don't have much of a say. Or much caring, I, I, I would Probably think. Probably that. that as well. But, but I mean, she's such a she, random pull. She has to be, like, fan, she has to have family, right? They, like, own that movie, and they're like, oh, this is her swan song. <laughs> like, I, I think... Did you see that film? Uh, no, but... Oh, I'm it's, more it's terrible. It's I'm terrible. more concerned that of all the famous actors of our time that have passed on for their last movies, you're like, yeah, it's like Aaliyah in <laughs> Queen of the Damned. Like, what? <laughs> oh. Not like Heath Ledger. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's a better... <laughs> Not he's a better example. Belushi or like any, really anyone that's died ever. <laughs> Aaliyah. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you make me feel special. <laughs> I think you are special. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching the Age of Apocalypse trailer last night. And you know how YouTube has those little videos to watch afterward? Mm -hmm. So I clicked on <laughs> the one about how... <laughs> explaining how the age of apocalypse trailer is a satanic cult what? like 
Yes, uh, the conspiracy theory trailer about the Age of Apocalypse trailer being satanic and Illuminati and all that. Really? Yes. It's 17 minutes long. I made it through 12 of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know how, like, my whole take on Age of Ultron <laughs> was, like, it's very anti-Christian, it's very anti-God? Yes. Okay. I believe that that stuff is in movies, but when I watched this, this guy break down the Age of Apocalypse trailer, I was like, oh my goodness, he gives Christians a terrible name. Oh. <laughs> it's like, and did you see the pyramid? I'm like, yeah, it's Apocalypse. It's like, he's, he's like, and that thing they said about the Bible, getting it from him. That's just blasphemy. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's actually the coolest part of the whole trailer. Like, I was dying, man. I was like, oh, boy. And the guy was like, I don't know. I don't know my X-Men. So I don't know if this is Xavier or what. But I'm like, this is not Hollywood coming out and being anti-Christian. If anything, it's like Marvel from the 70s or 80s. When did Apocalypse show up? Show up in the 90s? He was in the 80s. He appeared in X Factor. Okay, by uh, Louise Simonson, right? Yes. Okay. So, if anything, it's the Marvel from the 80s being anti-God. And it's like, this is nothing new. Like, 35 years later, Hollywood is all Illuminati doing this movie? I was just blown away. I was like, I hope I don't sound like that. What? I'm going to have to maybe watch 12 minutes of that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I saw that in your notes for the agenda tonight. It's like, oh no, Andy thinks it's all about Satan. That's why I. That's why I put LOL, <laughs> so that you wouldn't jump to conclusions. <laughs> you should watch it though. It's sad. I mean, I hope I don't. I hope that I evaluate things and really line things up. But when. When you when we talked about it, you were like, "Ah, eh, I didn't see that." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Okay, all right." Uh, you're Could just, just uh, you're you're special, member. Yep, yep. Me and Aaliyah. Whew. Okay, what else we got? We have a lot, and we have yeah. twenty seven minutes. <laughs> Do we really? I thought twenty seven minutes. Yeah, it's eight o'clock. And it, oh, okay. It starts at 8.30? I thought it started at 9. You said you had to be done by 9. No, it starts at 8.30. I said 9? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be consulting my text messages. I'm looking them up right now. Well, look at you. See, let's more time wasted. Let's see here. What are we doing here? Oh, no, no. Oh, it says 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> That's crap, son. That's crap. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hit me up with Apocalypse Wars. What's going on with that? Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of information about Apocalypse, Apocalypse Wars. I think the most exciting thing about this is that Marvel is keying in their X-Men titles with something regarding Apocalypse at the same time that Fox is releasing the Apocalypse movie. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like... Huh? Is this is this a sign that there could be a friendship brewing? <laughs> you, know? I, you know, that's the first thing that crossed my mind. And I was like, what are they doing? Are they knowingly doing this? Oh, my word. I was just like, when I saw this, I was excited because Apocalypse is like one of my top five 
favorite villains. But then to know that its timing is at the same time of the movie, I'm just hoping it's not, uh, or just trying to cash in. It's not because of any friendly, uh, you know, friendly terms that we have with. Or these worse, they're gonna kill him before <laughs> the movie comes out. <laughs> be like, yeah, we already took care of this guy. <laughs> that did cross my mind. I was like, are they gonna undermine the movie so much by just making this guy like inconsequential? Well, but I I think there will be uh, see Apocalypse Wars is going to take place over the three X Men titles, but each one is going to be self contained. So Extraordinary X Men is going to be dealing with Apocalypse. Looks like all new X Men is going to be dealing with Evan, Kid Apocalypse, and Uncanny X Men is going to be dealing with Archangel. Right, but he's he's Warren brain dead, right? Yes, but it it looks like we're gonna find out, you know, what's going on. I'm actually really excited for this. I am too. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that they're gonna. Marvel's trying to beat them to the punch because it doesn't look like it's gonna have really anything to do with the movie. Right. I think that um, I would. I was. I was not satisfied with how they left it with Apocalypse, and I think there's so much you could do with Angel and Evan or Genesis and what Archangel was and and, and Apocalypse and. I hope they explore that very well, and uh, I think I, I'm really excited about this. When I saw this, I thought to myself, maybe there is hope for where Marvel's going after Secret Wars. You know, maybe they're going to go back to the 90s or the early 2000s with their crossover events being pretty self-contained, and then, you know, the books where you could read a couple here and a couple there. Yeah. Yeah, I do like this because there there's no special, you know, read the five-part Apocalypse Wars and then the other books have to do kind of with them, but not totally, you know? Yes. Ugh, the tie-ins. So this is good because if you just want to read about, you know, Magneto and his team and what they're doing, you can. Right. Now, I'll, I think I'm picking up all, th- all three of these titles. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. I will, too. I mean, it's the, it's the, the X-Men fix you got to get. But... We uh, they put all the the covers together. There's some interlocking covers, and it shows everybody with the big apocalypse heads behind them. And as I looked at it, I, I was just like, "What happened to the X Men, though?" If I look at it, I really just see a few X Men that I grew up with, and everyone else is brand new. You know, dude. As I was going through our titles, uh, I started thinking like they've replaced this character, they've replaced this character, they've changed this character, they've replaced this character. It's amazing. I like they're doing a whole line of making them younger or replacing them with somebody else. They the solicitations for March came out today. It's interesting you said that. And they're doing one of those like guide books, you know, where you, ah, you catch up. Yes. And it listed like the ten updates and it was like Captain America, parentheses, uh, uh, Sam. Sam Sam. Uh, and then it said Thor, parentheses, Jane. And then it said Hulk, parentheses, Amadeus. And it said Wolverine, parentheses, Kenny. It's like every update was every main character. Totally not them, though. Every one of them. Yeah, I think that's terrible. I'm not, I'm not a fan. But yeah, the, with that whole X-Men Apocalypse Wars, I just looked at it and I said, okay, well, there's Storm and Psylocke. Colossus and Nightcrawler, but you know, there's no Gambit or Rogue or uh, you know Beast, Jubilee, Bishop, 
where are my X-Men? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where is Gambit? He's going to be in Uncanny Avengers. Oh, is he? He is. A picture of uh, from one of the February covers has him on it. That's cool. Yeah. So he's somewhere, at least. But there are so many mutants, where is everyone? Yeah. They can't fit into those three titles. I, I know. Well, like, why... Hmm okay anyway let's uh let's move on here uh did you read that 4chan uh x-men rumor had you heard about this yeah one of the uh our friends on facebook posted that on uh the facebook page and i read that last month and it seems like things are coming true <laughs> do you really think that quentin might be the the cause of everything well yeah why don't you kind of update people on what what this is well i think that i think that the main point is you can go and, and look it up on Bleeding Cool and read the whole thing. There was a post on 4chan, which are some message boards that are kind of seedy at times, <laughs> to say the least. And um, they, it said, okay, well, here's what's going on in the eight-month period between Secret Wars and the all-new, all-different. And basically, you know, Cyclops is killed because Quentin went out and he, uh, he became the bad guy because he doesn't like what is going on with the inhumans he goes out and kills a bunch of inhumans and then people turn on the mutants and then you have the mpox and everything like that but he's basically the cause of it but i don't think he was killed so that's that's really the gist of it um there were some other things you know here and there but it it really does scope out what's happening with the x-men and why they're feared and hated again and their numbers diminishing and so we haven't we don't know that yet we don't know the reason why um anyway you want to weigh in at all um i mean so many things are coming true so far quentin you know i've never liked his character i thought when grant morrison killed him off it was it was great killed him off and he went out with a bang and then he came back during uh the phoenix end song and war song or or whatever and the X-Men were ke keeping him in a containment tube, like, in the basement. Um, and then he was right. just like, well, I guess I'll be a good guy, and I'll just be a student at Wolverine School. do 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 Right. It's just not him. Not him oh, at all. Oh, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. The reason why he went nuts is because that the X-Men didn't avenge Wolverine or try to help him out or anything like yeah. that. That's, yeah. Which isn't true. There are plenty of books that chronicled some of those things, but... I think this Quentin is more in line with, if this is true, this is the Quentin that's more in line with how Grant Morrison had created him, not how Jason Aaron had written him for so long. Right. Um, but I find it difficult that Quentin's group is basically like all the new, the young new X-Men characters that were created that Yost had and that hung around the school. And they just become murderers and start killing the Inhumans. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Not at all. But then it, that article did allude that Quentin was possibly responsible for that and controlling them with his mind. Yeah. So that would make sense, I guess. That he, could make sense, but you would think – I mean, he's a fictional character, but you would think <laughs> he, would pull, he would pull the ones from Jason Aaron's book with the shark and eye boy and all that kind of stuff. But maybe, maybe that's who he included as well. You know, it sounds like it's all the kids that were were around. So I would assume that. Except for his girl, Idy. Yeah. And that makes sense. Oh, that's why her and K-12 
Kid Omega are with the young X-Men, the all-new right. X-Men. Ah, right. okay. I did two other things, though. Uh, yeah. I, the, the 4chan thing said that the sliver of the century is, that is in Cyclops' head right. goes out and attacks Gene. I was like, wait, what? Are we really going to be working with continuity here? I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I did read that somebody on the Facebook page was like, I, I know this is not true because <laughs> Marvel creators don't know their continuity. Yeah. Only fans do. Exactly. And so that's why this is fan fiction. And then they would have to explain that? Like, well, this is what happened. This is who the century was. Or would they just say, you know, uh, an evil organism has been trapped in Cyclops's mind and he lets it out and just go with that? Right. You know? Or, yeah. or, you know, I guess I had assumed that maybe when he was possessed by the Phoenix that that kind of took care of that. Or when he's possessed by Apocalypse, you know? Like, I mean, that wouldn't take care of the Sentry thing, but, I mean, that coming back or... Yeah. Anyway. But I... the, the last thing is, like, with the whole Terrigen cloud, we have Storm, we have Thor, we have Crystal. Can none of them use their wind powers to just blow the cloud out of the atmosphere? <laughs> Wouldn't it be easy? <laughs> you would think. Am I missing yes. something? And and how does this cloud not eventually dissipate? And how does it really reach every part of the Earth? Right. I, you know, it's a, it's climate change propaganda right there. It's like it's comic books or something. <laughs> All right, uh, what's going on with the uh, Galactus change? Yeah, so are you reading the uh, the Ultimates? No, I am not. Well, basically, the <laughs> Ultimates decide to keep Galactus around, and what they do is they make him the antithesis of Galactus. Oh, oh, yeah. Instead of the World Devourer, he's now the World Healer. So he yeah. restore life to dead and dying worlds. Clearly, that's uh, that's an easy fix, obviously. We should have done that a long time ago. Who would have thought? And um, I'm all for it. I think it's a fantastic idea to take one of the scariest, most powerful things in the entire universe and just, you know, just uh, change it. And kind of make him an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> you know who hasn't been an avenger yet yeah galactus go for it man we just got deadpool so now we're gonna need galactus oh. we've had Sa we've got saber too he's an avenger just that you know we've talked about this in the past when you were on the x-men or the avengers it used to mean something you know for from 1963 to like 1995 there were like 25 people that could say they were x-men and since 1995 there are probably 178 that can say they've been x-men yeah it's not just you ha you're a mutant that's not that's not it that doesn't get you in the club yeah but it's the same with avengers that's just we'll just take anybody for any reason all the time and it's just it, it's kind of like it's not the cool club anymore it's not something it's not a title to say yeah this character was an Avenger. It's like, yeah, them with everyone else was an Avenger. Mm. I don't know. Just kind of a bummer. It's not going to change, but it is what it is. I just think they could, it, it... They could just ignore this stuff. I mean, they've done that before. Like, ah, uh, we're going to ignore it. So, like, you know, five years down the road, we could they could just ignore this. 
Well, I'm almost hoping for like some sort of, oh, it was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole thing was a snow globe. Yeah, from like ever since Axel's taken over to now. All... Yeah, but I mean, what happened with Mark Millar's uh, Fantastic Four run where Galactus was killed, right? Mm-hmm. Like the future Galactus was killed and everything. We've forgotten about that. And there was a time in the 90s where they had Galactus and Hyperstorm going after each other and their powers negated each other, but they weren't able to separate. So that's how they had solved the Galactus problem that he would constantly feed on. It was like he would constantly feed on Hyperstorm and Hyperstorm would constantly like he couldn't stop producing energy. So it was a perfect fit and they would never be able to leave each other. I think that's that's a better explanation and solution. I mean, even going back to Apocalypse, remember during Blood of Apocalypse when the Celestials came and took him? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, he, he came back? What what happened? I thought they were killing him. Where were we on that? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Secret War. Got it. <laughs> uh, Secret Wars number eight. Did you read it? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah, I actually like this one more than I like the previous two issues. Mm-hmm. I thought... Uh, what do you think of Doom taking out Thanos? Yeah, so this whole issue was kind of like what if on crack cocaine. <laughs> You've got Doom ripping out Thanos' skeleton, Thing sacrificing himself to not hurt Sue's kids, Black Panther's wielding the Infinity Gauntlet and commanding Marvel zombies, the Annihilation Wave shows up, there are a hundred Thors fighting a hundred Hulks. Is this not like what if? <laughs> it's like every <laughs> cool thing you want, we're just going to throw it in one issue. I thought the last, probably the last five pages, from the time Doom and Thanos meet, and then uh, from that point forward, that it was it was awesome. Everything you listed with the like Franklin killing Ben and him pulling his skeleton out and killing him, and then him like making a nihilist subservient, and then all of a sudden Namor and Black Panther, who I love the two of them together, like separately they're both. I'm not interested, but the two of them together are, are actually a really good combination. And then all the Marvel zombies and then doom actually looks scared. I was, I was down with that. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It was kind of like, if you think, you know, grab an, an eight or nine year old kid and give him 30 Marvel toys this is the story that he would come up with, you know? That he would play in his room, yep. Is it not? like? Yep, it is, you're right. My nephews would totally do this. Like, Black Panther's got the Infinity Gauntlet! That thing with, um... <laughs> that thing with Groot? That oh, was awesome, too. Thing. I was like, I was like, why in the world... Like, why are we... Peter Quill does not deserve to be on this... In this book at all. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like... The Life Tree turns into Groot I was like oh this is so cool <laughs> I was all for that book I was like oh this is this is awesome yeah and I think we've just kind of been relegated to well at least it looks cool and it sounds cool you know so <laughs> yes guess I'll go with that yeah I mean what else can you expect I mean we got one more I mean Galactus versus Ben like a massive Ben Grimm that was kind of cool Galactus, Galactus controlled by Franklin yeah that's yeah. pretty awesome and so will everything be wrapped up in one issue next month? <laughs> we'll, we'll all be wrapped up, and then we'll be told how 
old man Logan and, and stuff like this are on our earth and right. what matters and, and what doesn't and how yep. do like, I hope and, so. And Jane Foster, how she was on the moon. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, they, we'll get all that. <laughs> they asked Tom Brevort, Brevort that, uh, this week. And he said, um, in due time, like, oh, well, on, that could be in like eight years. Yep. Yep. We haven't really addressed that yet. Uh, I'll talk to Jason Aaron. <laughs> well, I would just love it if Marvel, if Disney, you know, who owns everybody, is like, okay, comic books. Uh, we have some movies out, and Captain America is a white guy, and Thor is a, a white guy, and and Hulk. Well, I guess I'm just. They're all white guys. <laughs> I see. I see what you're doing there, but it's kind of working against you, yeah, bro. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> I just want Carol Danvers in her Ms. Marvel outfit. Oh, that will never happen again. How sad is that? Because her outfit was sexist and outdated. And well, then how come they haven't changed Psylocke's? They did. Did they? Yeah, her new costume covers up a lot more. I'm not complaining about modesty. I just don't like her costume or her hair. Yeah, it's just not Ms. Marvel to you. It's... Well, I guess it's not Ms. Marvel. It's Captain Marvel because Ms. Marvel is now a little girl. <laughs> I I really think that they could have. I mean, it's a, it. She's a totally different character. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter about the hair and the costume, as much as her personality. She is a totally different character. Uh, I think it's also all, almost along the movitization of her is that they're preparing her to have this catalog of stories in this persona for who she'll be in the movies. It's the same with Star-Lord. This guy that's Star-Lord is nothing like Star-Lord used to be. Yeah, he's better. Well, apparently, right? <laughs> no, got a red yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah. And he's sarcastic. Okay, so, uh, Scarlet Witch number one? Yeah, why don't you... I've done a lot of talking. Why don't you go for it? I like this one. It was... It, it made her um, less of a desperate character, less of, uh, uh, you know, I do like the Wanda that has mental illness and she needs to rely on other people and everything. What? I like the Wanda that has mental illness. I like that. Um, you know, the no more mutants, Wanda, uh, Avengers disassembled. I, I think that's great, but it was nice to see her as more than just a plot point. And I, I can see enjoying this book if it, if it stays like it is like, uh, She's kind of like a hard-boiled detective. And I, I think, and I'm hoping that it ties into the Doctor Strange book, too. Oh, I didn't think Because, you know, they said there's something wrong with witchcraft. There's something wrong with magic. Uh, so yeah, that would be interesting if, if it ties in a little bit. But all in all, I think it was good. Um, it feels like a supernatural version of the punisher or black widow what those books were with edmondson kind of like frankencastle no oh no that's that's you insult me (laughs) (laughs) what'd you think of this book um i thought it was interesting i'll definitely pick it up for the second one you know i'll give it a give it a second look uh it's yeah it's a different take on scarlet wick she's more grounded but i'm not sure that i'm I like her more grounded or not. You sure. Know, I kind of like her as, as not. I don't think, I think there are a lot of books out these days where 
they try and bring the character super far down and make them somewhat gritty, street level, and a detective. So I feel like part of that I've seen before, but for me, the jury's still out. I'll still give it another issue. But, you know, with them having a different artist on each book, I'm thinking I, I, it could just be, because art's so important for me, it could be different from from issue to issue, whether I'm a fan or not a fan. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I mean, the story could change from issue to issue too. I mean, that kind of story doesn't work with all types of art. Well, yeah, you can't have Andy Kubert drawing the same book as Chris Piccolo. Right. It's not going to work. No. So I don't uh, Red Wolf, number one. Yeah. So, Red Wolf. This was a, a major disappointment. But how high were your expectations? Well, Edmondson's stuff, I, I really like it. Um, his Punisher was great. His, uh, his Black Widow was really good. His, he actually made me care about Deathlock. Um, but this is like, the art isn't that good, which I thought it was interesting. Did you see that they killed a rabbit? Yeah. Nick's and they were funny. skinning it? That is exactly what it looks like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really <laughs> true to life. <laughs> um, the, and I was like, oh, man, I'm just going to give this one more issue. And then, like, actually, I made it halfway through, and I started flipping through all the pages. And then at the end, I saw that he comes to the future. Mm-hmm. And I was – because I was going to give up on it. And then when I saw he came to the future, I went back and read it. And I said, okay, one more issue. But I got to tell you, if he comes to the future and it's not the 616, I'm out. If it's the 1872 – yeah. I'm 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 not staying in. That's that's dumb. So it seems like every page except for the last page took place in the Secret Wars book. Right. Is that correct? That's what it seems like. So this issue should almost be 1872 number 5. Yes. That's, yep, good call. That's good call on that. I thought I mean that's how like something like Thor's the way that Thor's ended. I wouldn't want that to be Thor number one, that should be Thor's number four. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. The first five pages were people fighting over a cow. That was a huge turnoff. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even care. Like, I want to see. Re- I could I, definitely relate to that. So, yeah, you could down in Nolens, but <laughs> up here in Dayton, we, we just don't fight over cows. And then I was like, oh, you go. It was just so, ugh, I don't like period pieces, anyways. So it was tough. A comic book about a period piece and fighting over cows. And it was in yeah. Secret Wars. <laughs> yep. Yep. It had a lot going against it. So. Um, Uncanny Avengers 2 and 3. The reason I added that to this that this, this list <laughs> yes. is because Cable shows up and the writer, Dugan, or Duggan, uh, is doing a lot of okay, well, I'm setting up this plot point later on. I'm setting up this plot point later on. And that kind of caught my attention, and I wanted to ask you what you thought about that. About the book or about the plot points? The plot points. Well, I think issue three moved the slowest of all of them. The issue three seemed to take place at one spot. So, yeah, I mean, it ended with progressing the plot, I guess, with Synapse's grandfather being revealed as the inhuman that's controlling all these plants. Uh, but I mean, 
other than that, you know, there were some animals chasing some people and and Cable and Quicksilver and Deadpool and Rogue talked and shot some plants. Yeah, I um this whole thing, I don't it's it's very confusing to me because the bad guy has all these memes, these climate change memes. Yeah. Like as far as it takes such and such gallons of water to make meat and we shouldn't even have meat type of thing. I've heard that before on a lot of fringe media. Um, you know, you, you can't destroy matter. You can't create or destroy matter. So there's the same amount of water as there's always going to be. There's the same amount of oxygen and hydrogen molecules as there's always going to be. But it seems like Marvel would get behind that sort of thing. Like at this point in time, it would kind of be, you know, extreme to do away with meat and everything. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's actually not far off for legislation to come into play and say, hey, we have this technology to make this meat. So oh, anyway, sure, sure. my point is you really have to pay attention to who is saying these messages and they have the villain saying these messages. So I'm kind of wondering, like, where they're going with this but at the same time this makes for a terrible comic book oh totally yeah this is this is an awful awful thing like when i went back to read like i saw the cover to uncanny avengers 3 and i was like well i gotta read number two now because i'm interested in cable and so like going back to number two it was just like (laughs) so painful yeah i don't think there's any avengers titles i'm gonna be reading man yeah it's uncanny i thought i was gonna do uncanny i thought i was gonna do all new all different avengers until issue two and i was like i just can't do this i can't do new avengers i can't do ultimates <laughs> i i don't think there's gonna be a single avengers title i can read save your money i i really think that i'm gonna be picking up extraordinary x-men all new x-men and uncanny x-men which that's a that's a, like a decade-long change for me. It is. Well, you know, people can say what they want about Bendis, but his Avengers was interesting. Absolutely. It wasn't All always right, well, perfect, and it wasn't always right, and the characters were off many times, but I think the direction that he took them made sense, and it brought in a lot of new readers. I agree, and I, I thought it explored a lot of interesting things, and it, it, it brought a lot of characters to the forefront uh, that hadn't been historically. Yeah. So, All right, we're going to wrap up. Next time, we will do our awards and our lists, our definitive reading lists moving forward. Hopefully, we'll have a lot more books out, and uh, I know there's still number ones coming out in February and March, and some that haven't even been determined yet when they're going to come out. <laughs> so, um, goodness, i got to wait for – I gotta wait for Miles Morales until February, dude. It'll be okay. Oh, all right. This is Marvel Six One Six Politics. You can email us at Marvel Six One Six Politics at Gmail dot com. Do it. Voice your opinion. Tell us what you think. We'll read it on the air. Visit our website, Marvel Six One Six Politics dot com, and follow us on Twitter at Six One Six Politics. You can look us up on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Marvel Six One Six Politics. You can give us a call, leave us a message, 616-755-TINA. And you can look us up on YouTube and Instagram at Marvel616Politics. And we are sponsored by DCBService.com, discount comic book service. 
That is the place to go to order all of your books. Pre-order them so that you can get a 40 to 50% discount. Don't pay full price for these books, please. For Ultimates, for Uncanny Avengers, for Red Wolf, don't pay full price for these. All right, get 50% off. Go to dcbservice.com. You can also go to our second sponsor, crpsavings.com. That is Community Retail Partnership. They offer a $39 lifetime membership for Office Depot and Office Max. With your membership, save on everything that Office Depot and Office Max has, from printing to K-cups, you're going to save a ton. crpsavings.com. And lastly, we're sponsored by Michael Web Solutions. MichaelWebSolutions.com is your one-stop shop for all of your SEO needs. All right, and until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. (laughs) Thank you.